The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to an all new episode. Today I have on my girl, my boo, Dana Kathan. Katie Maloney, <laughs> how are you doing? I'm good, girl. How you doing? I'm good. I'm always good when I'm podcasting with you. You have a Hawaiian glow to you. Do I? Is you it because I just got back from Hawaii? It must be. I think that's why. It must be. But I brought you here today because... You are the dating disaster queen. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I'm, you know, I'm in a situation where mm-hmm. I am going to eventually soon to be embark back into the, the dating dating world. cesspool that I know. is Los Angeles. The, no, I'm kidding. The cesspool, and it's been some time because I was 24 the last time I was single and dating, in you know. LA, the world, whatever. And now I'm 36. So it, I mean. Like, did you even have an iPhone? Back no. When you, okay. Yeah. You didn't no. have an iPhone. There no, were no didn't. apps. There was no, there was any no of that. apps, no nothing, no nothing at all. So it's, it's a totally different world. I'm out of my depth. And so I thought it'd be fun for us to just touch back on it. You can give me some of some dating criteria. Mm-hmm. And also maybe we can reminisce on some terrible worst date experience stories. I mean, this could be literally an eight hour podcast for that kid, but we're going to try to narrow it down. Yeah. But I have some horror stories. Do you have some horror I stories? I have some horror Wonderful. stories. Wonderful. Okay, that great. That haunt me, that keep me up at night. Great. Still to this day. But first and foremost, I want to know, because we got to we gotta get judgy. Because yeah, that's do. what we do yeah, here. Yeah, we do. I want to know. So when you go on a date, mm-hmm. what, what do you want to judge first on a person? On a, on a man or a woman, whoever you're on a date with, what are you looking at first? Okay. If we're talking about from a physical perspective. Correct. Sure. I'm really big on shoes. Y- yeah. That's like a define. And this is, this is, go ahead and remember this little nugget of information because it's tied to the worst date of my life. <laughs> but I definitely look at shoes. I think it tells me a lot about you. Are you swaggy? How do you put yourself together? Like I do a quick one over and for some reason, shoes always catch me. Just like, are they clean? Are they expensive? Do they have style? I mean, what what is it oh, about it, the shoe? It definitely doesn't have to be expensive. Like if a guy has like clean chucks that are just oh, fresh yeah, as yeah. fuck, like Ooh, a cute yeah. pair of white chucks, like I, I'm good with that. Like yeah. that's great. But no, it's more so like if they're, are they wearing Sperry's? Are they wearing <laughs> leather flip-flops? Again, remember that information. Like, I don't know. I just feel like you can, if are they, are they wearing New Balance? <laughs> Like, I think it just, you can tell a lot about <laughs> who someone is. It doesn't have to be about money, but like, and also, yeah, if they're trashed, like your apartment probably smells. I feel like it smells. So it's, it's an insight to so much more of this person and this individual's the rest of their life. And right? that's, and that's just like a superficial thing, but like we live in a superficial world. And also if we're talking, you met this person on a dating app, like you're looking at photos and everyone does a once over when someone walks in. Right. Like, yeah, it's, there's other things too. Like I'm a nerd and like very punctual and I am, that says a lot to me. Like that's one of the first things, like, are they three minutes early or are they 20 minutes late? Cause it's Los Angeles, which is another horror story date that I'm going to have for you. But like punctuality is really important to me. What if they don't like confirm with you? They're not confirming the day before the time. Okay. I actually think that's kind of a wonderful test. If, if you are having a great conversation with someone and you make plans and they're set in stone, you have a place, you have a time and they don't text you the day of or the day before, I'm assuming they're going to get there on time at the correct location. So like, that's fine. I've, I've had a couple dates recently where that's how it happened. And I went there and they were there and it was great. So like, I don't need the confirmation, but like, if you're going to not confirm, you better fucking be there and you better be there with bells on. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. What What about you? Like, well, what do you first look at? I am a shoe person as well. I don't, mm-hmm. I think, I feel like that is kind of a common thing with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think also 
jeans, jeans, I don't, I know sometimes there's an argument of whether or not you're supposed to wash jeans, but if your jeans are dirty and you show up in them, like mm. what the, what the hell are you doing? This brings us back to the smelly apartment. E- exactly. And also what does the inside of the, the what's <laughs> happening under the jeans smell like, you know, like that's risky. <laughs> it is risky. And, you know, just come on, put yourself together. We talked about this a little bit before, but hands. Okay, wait, sorry, real quick. Before oh, we leave this, yes, putting your, okay, so in general, let's just say you want someone that like put in an effort. You you don't need to get ready for the Oscars, but like. No, you, you, you don't need show to, up in a tux, please. So please, now that you just, God, all my terrible dates are coming back to me. So I'm going <laughs> to remind you of the guy that showed up in a bandana with, I literally thought he was going to the gym. It was the scariest thing I've ever seen. So sorry. <laughs> I'm going to make a note of that because we got to circle back. Hands. Yes, we've talked oh, about this. Yeah, Why hands. do you think that is for you? Listen, I'm not talking about like, oh, the signs of the hands. I mean, so it's not about that. Mm-mm. I just... I'm obsessed with hands. A on, beautiful hand. A beautiful hand on on men and women. Honestly, 100%. if you have nice hands, like I'm obsessed. Honestly, if you showing up with chewed up fingernails, if you're not on those fingernails, I'm judging you. If you've got dirt on your fingernails, I'm judging you. But also, if you have like really beautiful like long fingers and they look strong mm. and everything mm. if you and, and i know some people can't help this if you show up with like troll looking little mm. hands <laughs> i know i'm like a hobbit looking i know but th- there are things you can do to your point if they're like I dirty know, and chewed up but it. then there's some people that you can't help it but like I know. yeah do i think that my soulmate has nice hands yeah i do i know but if, if you don't i i can look past this i can i can look past if you have hobbit hands i will look past it it can be moved past, but it's definitely it just first impression. It's points. It's just one of the things you're you gonna look get at. points if yep. you show up with really nice, beautiful hands. Mm-hmm. Agreed. We're on the same page about like, that. Like I look at hands. Also, when somebody's just like really, when if they're like asking great questions, if they're reciprocating questions right away, like really engaging conversation. Bonus points. Like I, I will pick up on that. Um, I will judge you if you are not doing that. And if you're, if you're just kind of asking, if you're just talking about yourself the whole time and not asking anything about me, that's actually, I'm going to judge you. Okay. So that's one of my biggest things that to me, we're moving on to phase two. That's I've looked at your shoes. They're dope. (laughs) I've looked at your hands. They don't disgust me. Let's sit down. You look like your photo. You're within a 10 year age range of what your photos looked like online. Also people, when you're dating online, don't fucking lie because if we're going to meet, like it doesn't do you any favors. I've had so many of those and I'm like, stop trying to catfish me. Usually I feel like I try to weed them out by you're talking before you're going on a, on a date usually and you see how someone engages with you. That is the number one thing. Guys, girls, whoever, my biggest advice in dating, ask questions, ask thoughtful questions, be engaging, give a shit. Like you and I can both carry on a conversation. So like I'll do it. But when you feel like you're working your ass off to have a conversation with someone because they're not asking you anything about you, but furthermore, they give you like one word answers. It's like, why am I even here? Yeah. Why am I here drinking this shitty white wine talking mm-hmm. to you? Wasting my time. Wasting my time. Yeah. This will be a little nugget going into my rules going forward that I'm going to tell you about later. Okay. My new little structure. I, You know, I'm pretty open-minded when I'm getting to know someone because I just, I want to go in open-minded and let's when I'm be meeting clear. someone. And let's be clear. I am too. It's like you, and that's part of what I've been doing lately in general. Like, cause sometimes you surprise yourself with people that you're like mm, on the fence about, and then you get to know them and they're great. Yeah. But like, we're also humans. So yeah, there's things up front that you pay attention to those little red flags that are hiding around the corner. Like the goal of a first date to me is just to see if you want to go on a second one, but then you're sussing out those early red flags. Like are, do they exist? What are they? Yeah. Yeah. Also not trying to hyper-focus on that, but what are the green flags too? A hundred percent. I'm wanting green flags. I hope it's all green flags, but just being cognizant of their sneaky little fuck red flags that a lot of people in Los Angeles seem to have. Uh, Yeah. It's a thickened skin. It's a survival mechanism. Like you get better at it. I have not been great at it in my life, but the last like two years been pretty good about it. But like you just have to be paying attention to that shit. Listen, it's been so long. It's been so long. So I'm trying to reacquaint myself with what it was like. (laughs) Well, the thing is, so the last time you were dating, though, it's not just that the environment was way different. Like you were on a fucking razor flip phone. We don't know what you were doing, but like (laughs) also you're different. 
I had a Blackberry. Anyways, well, continue. Dating, just when you get to know yourself, that's why I feel like it's it's still not been perfect for me, but it's been a lot easier in each date. If it doesn't go well, whatever, I take it differently because like it just, okay, that shows me more of what I don't want. When you know yourself, dating is so much different than the like insecure, needy person I was in all of my 20s, especially like at right. a weird phase toward the end before I like really figured out who I was. So you know who you are. I feel 100% when I, I, I was a hot mess when I was Oof. 24. I mean, Oof. I was hot when I was 24, mm-hmm. but I was a mess mm-hmm. when I was 24. So now I'm, you know, I'm pretty good mm-hmm. from... <laughs> Well, you're already, now. you're already ahead uh, of the game. I feel like I'm hot still. You're fucking um, hot. And, but I definitely know myself fully at this point. And I'm like, and I own myself. I'm hot on the inside at this point. Mm. So I'm carrying that into this, this next chapter. So, but speaking of that. Tell me. What do you think when you go on a date that people are judging you for? Like when you go in and you're like, oh God, I got to prepare myself. Like, what do you think are those things that people are going to be judging you for? So I think it depends on the person. And again, it's like guy, girl, but especially with men and it's depending on, are they a good person? Are they going into this date with honest intentions that they told you about in terms of like, did, or did they just try to get some? Yeah. Or <laughs> they, are they just like, Oh, I'd fuck you, which like, hello, most, it doesn't, most guys will just like fuck anyone. But like, I think that they they do the scan too. Whoever you're worth, they're scanning and they're going either check, check, check or hmm, this isn't looking like what I thought it was going to look like. So there's that first physical thing. But then I think that it's for the other person as well. Like, what is the conversation like? And okay, by the way, it's not a compliment. I hate when men are like, you're so different than other girls. And I'm like, I fucking love other girls. So first of all, you're not a friend of women. Yeah. Like, no. Knock that off. That's what not does a, that even mean? It's not a cute narrative. It doesn't, It's. it means that I don't want to have sex with you. That's what it means. So like, good. You've, <laughs> good. you've identified that for me. But like, I feel like it's a pretty similar, especially on the first few dates, like surface level kind of situation. So like, I used to give a lot more of a shit and get like perfectly ready for dates. But like, I put an effort in. I definitely have a cute fit. Like I get what ready. Is your, but like, like, what is your go-to like first date outfit? So it depends on the season we're in, okay. but like, I, I love a, a just like a cute shoe, but not necessarily like a stiletto. Like a, the, the shoe is cute, but it's to me, it's like your first date is more casual. So then like a good jean with a cute top. And like, sometimes I'll do a blazer if it's colder, just like just something I feel very comfortable in. Because if you're wearing an outfit that you're like, this is super hot, but I feel like I have to sit a certain way or be a certain way. Like, no, you want to be yourself and be comfortable, but just like I want to walk in there and also like confidence is the number one thing I wear on a date. Like you fake it till you make it. Even if you're not feeling great, like you have to lead with that. And it like, I feel like people really can see that. If you walk in, you're like, damn, I am 100% that bitch. Even if you don't feel 100% that day. Yeah. What about you? Basically your favorite outfit. I mean, it would probably be one of my just like go-tos. Everyone has their go-tos. It would be probably just like, you know, those outfits where you're just like, when it's, this is just like my favorite outfit mm-hmm. that I'm going to wear when I just, that, you know, that you just always go back to. I, ha- I like, have, this like a- is, this is my fail safe. This is like my favorite outfit. This is the one that I always going to wear because this is what I look the best in. This is what I feel the best in. So like, it'd be probably one of those. It was just always like, kind of like maybe like a black dress, maybe like a pair of like black, like really great fitting, like pants with mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe a jacket or a really cute like top, mm-hmm. maybe like a little, my favorite t-shirt or something like tucked in something like that or the you know jeans that make me look the best or something like that well I always have like a few that I circulate and if you're going on a first date with a bunch of different people I'll usually just wear the same outfit that I think is cute and then you have like the few and it's again it's like progressing where are we going on the second date on right. the third date whatever but then I just like keep mixing it up so if all these people got together they would probably think I am Steve Jobs and own one outfit because I just like <laughs> keep repeating that shit but like it works if you work it we got to take a short break. So single people really give a lot to their married friends. And by a lot, I mean, spend a lot of money on them because, you know, there's always like some kind of shower or there's the engagement gift and there's the wedding present. And then there's probably some baby shower that comes after that. And that is why Visible, the wireless service built for singles, has teamed up with the Match Group who are the people behind 
Tinder, Match, OkCupid, Plenty of Fish, and some other dating apps to create a registry just for singles. So now married people can buy gifts for single people for a change. After all, Visible is the wireless service built for singles with single line plans as low as $25 a month. The first thousand people to build their registry will get a free gift. And the gifts are really tailored specifically to single life, like a foldable one-person kayak or one of my favorites, which is a wine glass that can fit the entire bottle. (laughs) Don't judge me. Now, thanks to Visible, single people can finally get the gifts that they deserve, as well as a single line wireless with unlimited data, talk, text, and hotspot to live the single life to the fullest. We're talking plans as low as $25 a month. So build your registry at visiblesinglesregistry.com. That's visiblesinglesregistry.com. Do it today and start getting those gifts from those married friends, from everyone, because you deserve it. We all deserve it. All right, let's get back to the show. Have you been looking for a place to talk all things parenting? And I'm not talking about who makes the best stroller, but the really important stuff like how to be a better and more connected parent or how to raise children with empathy. Well, you are in the right place, folks. My name is Brandy Jordan, and I am a doula and parenting expert. And this is my show, Dear Doula. I will be giving you practical and impactful tips to parent with more joy, more calm, and more ease. I will also be talking to parents and experts who will be helping us to reimagine what it looks like to nurture ourselves and parent in more gentle and mindful ways. I am so excited to be in community with all of you. Can't wait to hear from you. Okay, beyond the physicality, what do you think someone would be sizing you up for? Your hands? Your uh, shoes? I mean, (laughs) hands, shoes, all that. I mean, I think that people, it just depends again on like what they're looking for. Who's the What's their type? And if in seeing if you fit that mold of whatever they think it is that they want or need. Yeah. What, what do you think that would be? I mean, I just think it's like superficial at first. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't I don't know. And I I, I try not to like to think about it too much because when I do, I sit there and I'm like blinks. I'm trying to like be present in a conversation, but I'm like, mm, I don't think it, space. I don't think about it too much because like I'm not changing who I am for any person. Like I go into every day that I go into as me. So like if that works for them, then great. And if it doesn't, then that's not my person. So like, I just go into it and they're looking for whatever they're looking for. And I guess you'll find out if you guys hang out again, if it worked. Yeah. My plan is just to be as authentic as possible. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like that, then too bad. Then you missed out on the opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah. I mean, dude, I don't know. Listen, I'm reclaiming my, you know, identity getting in touch with Katie. So like whoever I show up as, that's going to be me. Mm-hmm. So do you feel, it. do you feel more <laughs> nervous or excited about the prospect of dating? Both. Okay. Both. But, but it's, it's like a nervous excitement, I think. Yeah. You know, I it's get really just, nervous it's, it's, and I date all the time. Like it's so like, I can't imagine it being as long as it's been for you. And like, it, it usually is a combination of that. Like you're nervous and excited, but like I've gone on so many bad dates that the nerves are usually more for me being like, please, God, don't let this be terrible. I mean, yeah, I, at this point, it's just kind of like just just to kind of get myself out there. Mm-hmm. It's just you know, get your feet wet. experimenting, mm-hmm. if you will. It's just kind of having fun. It's, you know, it's, it's I'm not trying to obviously I'm in the process of Mm-hmm. <laughs> getting a divorce it's not you know right what are your opinion <sighs> on apps like how do you feel about that because that would be a totally new world to you yeah no I'm I'm not interested even though I was it was a different time in my life I still feel like even now I'm like listen if I could at any time in my life meet someone just walking up to them being like hey <laughs> Hey cutie, what's your name? I feel like I could do that now. I don't know. I don't know. But also I feel like the best way to meet someone is kind of through people because then they're kind of vetted. You know, they're not a psycho. You know, someone's also like, I feel like you would like this person. I feel like they would like you. I feel like that is kind of the best way to meet someone. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just, I don't know. I feel like the apps, they really creep me out a little bit. 
Look, I, I mean, they're creepy for everyone. I'm also just, I'm not trying to just like swipe in through and meeting a hundred people at one time. Totally. I'm not like, I'm not really that. Uh, You're not in that place yet, but like, no, I actually read recently that 40% of relationships these days start on apps. And mind you, there are so many terrible things about them. And I was, I'm not currently not on them because a few months ago I had a situation with an absolute fucking lunatic. And I was just, and I met him on an app and I'm like, was really tapped out. So I'm guessing at some point I will get back on them. But like, is it ideal to meet someone organically? Of course, but it's also just such a weird world right now with like, we're now coming on the other side of COVID, which is amazing. Yeah. So I would just say that it would be great to not have to rely on them. And I think that it's sometimes good for when you're trying to get a sample of what out there, but they also can be exhausting. So I, most people who've been on apps, you like, it's love, hate, you're on them, then you're off them, you're on them, you're off them. But, but I feel like all those people that are on them, they're also the people that you see at the grocery store, at the, you know, the restaurant, you know, they're, they're also out there in the streets. Well, you know, I had one recently that we went on a date and I, we realized we had been at a party together and like had never met. So yeah, there's some of that too, but it's just like, I don't know. People just don't do as much shit. Like for instance, I do all my groceries through Amazon prime. Like I pick them up. So grocery stores are out for me, but like, yeah, it's, it's ideal to just meet someone and be in the world. Well, this is why I'm also kind of forcing myself to get out Mm -hmm. more, Mm -hmm. spend more time just going places and getting out with friends more and you know, making new friends, you know, as well to kind of expanding my world a little bit because totally. my world has been very small mm-hmm. for, for a long time, you know, the same, you know, the same friends and the same, everything, it's been very small and closed. And I like that for a lot of reasons, but you know, there's, there, I still have like, you know, friends that I've, you know, acquaintances and things like that. And people that I've grown a little bit closer to over you know, recent months and stuff like that, that I've spent a little more time with and they have, have friends that I've met and things like that. And and so just kind of just expanding my world a little bit. I also think it's important to be a yes person in general. I think that my life has changed and been so good in the last year, a little bit over a year because I've been more of a yes person and like open up to new experiences, which has led me to meeting new people in even just from friendships and like what you're talking about. So like mm-hmm. the more you're open, the more things come to you naturally. Right. I feel like, so I think you're on the right path there. That's good life criteria. But what other dating criteria do you have? I have like a system right now that I'm trying <laughs> tell, out. Tell me that I've tailored whilst I've like taken a break from things that I learned. I, I don't think that any date is ever an L. Like if it doesn't go well, you learn something. Even if you've dated someone yeah. like the psycho and you know all about that, like I learned a lot from that situation. So like you always take something and it's all about your perspective, but through all these horror stories and it's not all bad, but like some of it is very bad. I have a system. So here's my new thing. First date going forward will only be a coffee date. There's a couple of reasons for this. I want it to be short. I want it to be like, we don't need to be drink. When you go out and drink with someone, like there's a time, it's like a two hour commitment. Like you're going Mm. to get drinks, you're going to get dinner, whatever. So the first date is a screening process. Do I, do I think you are the way online? Or even if I knew who you were, like, do we have chemistry? Is it easy to talk to you? Are you someone that like hits my general things, which are usually like, there has to be some kind of attraction, right? Like it just has to be there. You have to be passionate about something. It, you need to have a job, which that can be tied in your passion or not. But like, <laughs> I don't care what you're doing, but you have to have a job in the world and be like doing something. Like those are my main things. And then more so I am really open-minded right now about like a lot of people that I know that are in really happy relationships are the people who ended up with someone that they were like, this person was not for me. I turned them down a bunch of times. I didn't think it was going to be a thing. And the more that I got to know them, I realized that it was a deeper connection and they ended up together. So like I am trying to be really open-minded, but then so like the coffee date is a thing. Sex on the first date. I want to know what you think about it because I have a hot take on it. Listen, I say go with the flow. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. Okay, so I think that it's actually men that make up this thing about sex on the first date. And they're like, you have to make them work for it and blah, blah, blah. I think that's bullshit. I think that if you meet the love of your life. Yeah. And you end up having, like you do decide to go get drinks or whatever. And one thing leads to another. 
if it's the right person for you, it's going to work out. Like it's nothing. If you slept, I've definitely had sex on the first date. If something didn't work out, it didn't work out because this was not your person. Right. That's what I mean. I don't think, I don't think that, that, that ruined it. No, not at all. However, here's my caveat on this. Yeah. Okay. So I'm very open-minded about it, but before, and we were talking about this a little bit when I was needier and I didn't know myself and I was insecure, when I would go on a date with someone, I'd be like, are they going to like me? Like, are they going to pick me? But that's not what it's about for me anymore. It's a mutual selection process. So like I'm paying attention to what they ask me and all the things, but then who they are as people, do we align on values? Like that's another criteria. Yeah. Do you like, do you care about animals? Do you like cats? Because Leo, my cat is my fucking ride or die. Do you like, like, do you care about social causes that I care about? It's those kind of things. Like what are your relationships with your family? How do you treat people? How do you talk to the server? Like, wow, that's a big one. That's a huge one to me. Are you, are you polite? Do you say please? And thank you. Like all those things. And like, I'm very specific. Like I actually keep a note in my phone and I recommend people this. What are you looking for? And you can take it from bad dates that have happened and been like, okay, this is not what I want. I need to redirect. But like, I do have a note in my phone of being like, my person is going to have these things and it's okay to be specific because I feel like what you put out there is what you get back. And the thing is you only have to get it right once. Like if when you're talking about who you're going to end up with, like you should be specific about it. You sh- you're not for everyone and everyone's not for you. And that is for the better. For the I'm, better. The more, the more that, the, as I've gotten older, that's an idea and, and something that I've gotten more comfortable and more just in love with is that I'm just not for everyone. And in all ways, <laughs> in, pl- in romantic, platonic yeah. acquaintances, you're not for everyone. And that's, that's okay. It's supposed to be that way. Yeah. And it's, you're going to be having a real long life if you try to please everyone. Please everyone. Don't. That is just a bleak existence. Bleak. So like for me, it's all of those things, but now we're coming back to sex on the first date that's off the table for me. And there's a reason for that. It's not because I'm judging myself or trying to get someone to look at me in any kind of way. It's because in that mutual selection process, if I'm on the fence about someone, or even if I'm like, okay, I like you. And then we have sex personally for me, I get attached. Like I know that about myself. Like I cannot have empty. Like I don't have one night stands. I can't just have sex with someone that I don't like at all. Like it always ends up to further connection. So sometimes if that happens, it skews my view of them and then can make me like them in a way that I wouldn't otherwise. Right. So the reason yeah. that I've just like, that's a rule for me right now is because like, so I don't cloud my own judgment, but like if it fucking feels right and you want to do it, get it in. But for me, that's not a thing. Well, so yeah, it's like, I, mean, I think, I think it's just a whatever kind of position you're putting yourself in. And I think, I think it's just very dependent yeah, on. The, I'm, the, I'm projecting. That's how I am. Well, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm just saying with, with Tom and I, it was like the first time we met, he had some other <laughs> girl with him in the situation. But the next time we hung out, I was like, yeah, let's go on. So yeah, but like I, that didn't obviously change anything, you know, between us. I'm definitely in the situation now where, you know, meeting people, like trying to keep things like very kind of like very casual with people. So like, yeah, meeting someone for coffee yeah, probably. Who's bumping uglies after cappuccinos? Probably not, not gonna like try to <laughs> uh, be bringing, going back home with someone after. Uh, uh, you're not going to that. on a Tuesday after. Uh, you're not yeah. going to Alfred's bathroom to like blow someone after a cappuccino. It's just not <laughs> no. happening. So like, for me, it's more of a time commitment thing. Like, I think all first stage should be twenty minutes. But you know, but if if it's like a movie, a scene out of a movie, and it's very whimsical, and you meet some, and it's it is just you cannot deny yourself the pat, then fucking go with it. I don't know. Oh, I'm then gonna, then I'm, do it. Yeah, don't deprive yourself of the passion. No, a hundred percent. No, again, that's just a my personal situation. But like, I'm such a proponent. For, I have friends that but have be had, safe. Yeah. Use a condom guys. Don't trust anyone. <laughs> Be safe. I have people in my life that have ended up with one night stands and whatever, or you know what I mean? What they thought was going to be or had sex on the first date. So like more than anything, I think the takeaway should be know yourself, be honest with yourself about your limits and what mm. works for you. But the biggest thing I have to drive home is it's a mutual selection process. That's what dating is. Yeah. Know that you're trying to figure out if they work for you also. Like don't let lon- loneliness, if you haven't been with someone in a while or whatever, cloud your judgment. Yeah. About Cause I feel like with. so much, so much, so often it comes to like, Oh, why does nobody want me or what? And I like for the longest time while I was married and with someone, you know, I'd hear from so many of my friends and girlfriends that they were like feeling that there was something wrong with them. And I'm just like, 
Mm -mm. Why is it about you and not about the fact that like someone's not measuring up to what you were looking for? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, I think it's about like, if somebody works for you as mm -hmm. well, it's not, it's not about you working for someone. It's, I think it's about just always keeping in mind that like you are the prize. The bar is where you want to put it. When you're dating someone, even when it's first starting out and then when you, if you, it evolves to a relationship, you should both feel very lucky. Yeah. That's what it, that's the bottom line. Like you can't be the one always just be like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm so lucky to be here. Like, no, that comes from a place of fear and emptiness. Mm. Like, that tells me you should maybe pump the brakes on dating and love yourself a little more. Right. Which takes work for some people. Like you need, a lot of people need to figure that out. But like, you have to love yourself before you can date because like RuPaul says it best. Like, what does RuPaul say about like, you have to love yourself or how do you expect anyone else to? I'm butchering it. I'm sorry, Ru. But yeah, it's like, you have to love yourself. But yeah, so I just think that that's super important. And you'll end up with the correct result if you're following that. And someone says something to me, like, he's fantastic. Joey, I'm going to butcher his last name, but he's an, a gorgeous, amazing influencer. But And I want to get him on my podcast, but he always has this like, amazing advice. And he always says, if you love someone that much, the wrong one, imagine how much you could love the right one. Mm. <laughs> Preach. Preach, right? I was like, dang. But... I love that sound dating criteria. Yeah. I mean, it's again, that came from a lot of work and so many mistakes and these fucked up. Because dates if, cause if you're dating and the whole point of dating is to learn what you want and what you don't want, and you're going to go on all these dates and you're going to meet all these people and you're going to put yourself through torture, but also have fun along the way, mm -hmm. you may as well take lessons and learn from it. You, you, you absolutely have to do that. Otherwise, what is the point? Yeah, you're just going to make the same mistakes over and over and over and over again. I used to put so much pressure on it. When you go on a date, again, your goal, in my opinion, for the first like six or seven dates should be, do I just want to see them again? When before I used to be like, first date, okay, like sizing them up. Could you be the one? Like, no, I don't know if you're the <laughs> no. fucking one. Like you have to figure out who this person is. And again, that speaks to like a different version of me. And then when I really came into my own and realized who I was and did love myself, I realized that like, no, just take it date by date and see how it goes. But like, are they going to work for you? Yeah. You're always going to grow and evolve as a person as well. All you can do is just always just check in with yourself. Okay. Let's, let's just talk about <sighs> the worst, the worst dates that we've ever experienced. Do you want to go first? We'll, we'll trade off. I have, I'm going to talk about two. There's just two that stand out and that's all I can, my brain will allow me to access at this point. Okay. I'm going to talk about two also. And one, because it was the worst of my life. And then the other one, because I was just reminded of it, which was probably number two worst of my life. Okay. Okay. So the first one, he slid into my DMs and mind you, this was during COVID and it was, it was a fucking weird time. And I'm not talking like cute COVID that like what it is right now. I'm talking, we're in the thick of it. It was like May of 2020. And we started talking and usually, you know, like I'm also very prone to stranger danger. So I was like really unsure and whatever, but we started talking and then we ended up FaceTiming a couple of times and I'm like, okay, he is who he looks like. And I think it might be a match and he seems cool. And like, we were able to have a few like hour long conversations. I was like, okay, that's promising. So we went to Malibu and we meet at this restaurant because I told him I like this particular kind of food and like he picked it and we get there and he walks up to me and I swear to God, he's wearing like board shorts, like possibly bathing suit bottoms. <laughs> like, I don't know what it was with like a tank top or like a purple t-shirt and there's nothing wrong with purple, but it was just like weird to me. And he was wearing brown leather flip-flops. But you were at the beach. No, I mean, we, no, we were at a restaurant. We were in Malibu. You're in Malibu. I mean- I have a problem with brown leather flip-flops. It's just who I am as a person. But I would say if you're wearing sandals and you're like at the beach or you're in- They weren't even like rainbow. Like, I don't know how to explain it. They were like patent leather. Like it was weird. Katie, you would hate <laughs> okay. them. You would think it was fucking weird. Patent leather. No, they were so oh odd. God. Like, okay, okay. okay. So he like <laughs> comes up to me. We're like hanging out and he is like, I can tell he's nervous and he's like, laughing like so much at like everything I say, but not because he thinks it's funny because it's like this nervous energy. And then I don't know if it was like a tick because he was nervous, but he kept like talking shit to me about like the way I would say something. Like I'd say something, I'd be like, oh yeah, I love it there. And he'd be like, oh yeah, I love it there. Like 
he was like mocking me and I was like, this is oh, weird. No. We had, I had a glass of rosé and he had a beer. And then he was like, okay, do you want to go to this other restaurant? It has like a more of a beach, view, like an ocean view and we'll go there and hang out. And I was like, sure. And at that point, I already knew that I did not like him and the date was going not well. And I was like, he was just so strange in person. And like the mocking me thing was bizarre because it happened like five times. And I was like, okay, this is not like cute flirting, like jabbing. You're being like mean about who I am as a person. So we go to this other place. We end up getting into this story. I don't know how it started. He told me about someone I think they had met on an app. He spent two hours talking about a date he had had three years ago. How do I know it was three years ago? Because he pulled up the text messages from her and read them to me verbatim, like a Shakespearean play. And when I tell you, I said to him, I was like, why are you so easily able to pull those texts up? Like, I don't know anyone that I went on a date with three years ago. Like, it's obviously like someone really hurt him. Like on the date, apparently he went to like a movie with this person and then she went to the bathroom during the movie and left. And mind you, that's very mean. And obviously it hurt him. But like, I honestly thought about driving, driving home and not going to the second location. So I was like, okay, well, I don't I think I get it. So I thought it was really weird the way he was like beating this with a dead horse. They went on a couple dates. He did not have a relationship with this person. And it was just like, I think it's, you can, on first dates, it's okay to like touch on past relationships or dates you've had, but like, it was weird the way he was doing it. And several times he called her crazy. He was like, oh, she no, no, on their no. on their second date, she walked up and kissed him on the mouth. And that's the date she like left. And he was like, don't you think that's crazy? And he was like, yeah, I just thought she was like so crazy for doing that. And that is the biggest turnoff to me yeah. and such a red flag. Every man has called a girl crazy. And I take it with a, a massive grain of salt. Your ego was obviously hurt. And that's why you're calling this person crazy. And I was just, I could not have gotten away from him fast enough. It was the longest two hours of my life. And mind you, by this point, we had one more drink each. He was very drunk. Like there's no way he told me he didn't drink a lot, but like, there's no way you're like blacked out off two beers. So not only is he going on about this story, he's going on about it as a very drunk person. And I'm like, you had to have been drinking before. And it's the daytime. Mm -hmm. It's like three o'clock on a Saturday. So it was just the most cringe thing ever. And I was like, he was like, well, I don't know. Do you kiss on a first date? And I was like, no, never. (laughs) Okay. Here's the thing. I'm also very down to kiss on a first date if it's going super well. I still usually don't, but like I would if like, you know that it's right. But like I made it very clear to him because I did not want him touching my body. I was like, I Mm -hmm. cannot get away from him fast enough. I leave, he like comes out and he like was following me. Like I pulled over and let him pass me because he was like so distinctly like making every move I was making. And I was just like, ew, this is weird. It doesn't sound as horrific as it was, but when I tell you it was the most bizarre date I've ever had with this very bizarre person that I was thrilled to never see again. Dang. Don't talk. Don't talk to someone about a date you've had three years ago for two hours while you're drunk. And pull up text messages like that. And he was like, well, I just remembered her name. That's why I was able to do it. And I was like, I feel like you read these at night. I don't know about that. But I feel like you do this on every day you go on. You do it on every day. So Hmm. anyway, there's that. Tell me yours. I'm going to save the the worst for last. But okay, this one, we didn't even get to the date is what Mm. happened pre-date. So I met this guy at this bar that I used to go to all the time. And I saw him and he was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like he was so hot. And I was like, oh my God. And we finally got to talk. And I was like, yes, like, oh my God. And like, we were talking and it was like so good. And we were like having the best time. And I was like, oh my God, like just just falling in love with this person like immediately. And like we had the best time. And we exchanged like numbers, mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And we leave and we were like, we used to start like, talking um on the phone for like a whole week maybe like maybe like a, a couple of weeks or something and we're planning on going on this date and he wants to go like on like a photo safari basically he wants to go like take like photos and like go like up like the coast and like take like pictures and like that's gonna be like the date essentially but like we're, we're like talking on the phone and like I think we even like over like video message not even FaceTime because there weren't iPhones back then like video message basically like we sent letters to each <laughs> other in the mail <laughs> like video message like, I don't know like Skype or something. I get whatever we did on the laptop and so I was really excited and so then like the the morning that he was going to come like pick me up or something like that. He calls me, but 
he calls me and a different number pops up and I was like, I, I answer and I was like, hello. And he's like, Hey, so I just want to let you know I'm like on my way. And I was like, Oh, like, did you get a new phone or something? And he's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm calling you from like my car. I'm like on my phone. And I was like, Oh, well like it's a different number. And he's just like kind of like frazzly, whatever. And I was like, and he's like, just make something up and, and, and hangs up. And I was like, and I say to my friends, I was like, this is kind of weird. Mm. Like it just, something was off and I can't remember exactly. There was like a little bit more to it all. And I was like, it just, it just in my head. I was like, that's just like kind of weird. Like he was just like the, the way he like acted. And I was just like, that's just like kind of weird, like different number. Like I have his number saved in my phone. Like he's called me multiple times. We've talked like, why was it a different number? Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Da, da, da. So he gets there and I walk out and I don't bring anything with me. I walk out, I get in the car and I was like, so like, what's up? Like you call me and like you just do different number, the whole thing. Just, I just knew something was off. Just the way he was acting and the way like he fumbled through his words and everything like that, like just something was off. And I can't, there, I, I, there was something else that like happened in between there. I can't remember exactly what it was. So the, I'm kind of butchering this a little bit, mm-hmm. but like something was really, really off. And so he just kind of like, like just is silent for a second. And he's like, well, the truth is, is actually I'm engaged. I have a fiance. <laughs> what? Yeah. So wait, was he calling you on his fiance's phone slash why would no, he do that? He was using like a Google number. <gasps> oh. So he was like, he was like masking or like he was like faking his number like or something to call me. And then he like called me from like his like, at, like, yeah. What did you say? I was like, you're a piece of shit, dude. Wait, also, why do you think he told you that before you went on the date? Because like, obviously, he, if he, he's engaged, he's probably trying to hook up or something. Because like, I knew something was, I because like I called him out. I was like, you're lying. Like there's something else going on. Like you're like, clearly, like I caught you in a lie. Like you were calling me from a different number. You didn't want me to like know your actual like number because mm-hmm. you were hiding something. So like, what is going on? And so then he was like, well, because I'm engaged. <laughs> I have a fiance. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And People are so and I just, weird. And I literally was just like, you're a piece of shit. Like rotten hell. Like honestly. And then I got out of the car, slammed the door and I never talked to him again. And then I actually ran into him like maybe three years later at Barney's Beanery. And I was like with Tom at this time. And he tried to come up and say hi to me. And I was like, do not talk to me. Did he have a wedding ring on? I don't even pay attention. Ooh, I would have taken a look. Also, I fucking love Barney's. I miss it. There. I don't know. I haven't been but there. Yeah. So. Dude, what the fuck? What's so the I fuck? Didn't even, I didn't even go on a date with this person. Because he was married. He had five kids. Like, well, because he was going to be married. What? Yeah, terrible. Also, like, what is wrong with people? Why are you such a sketchball? There's so many sketchballs out there. Like, if you're engaged, maybe don't go on a date. Maybe don't be meeting girls at bars and mm-hmm. talking to them and then creating like fake numbers to communicate with them and keeping that up for like weeks at a time and then setting up dates and yeah anyways what's your next horror story okay so this is the one that I was talking about earlier like don't look like you're going to the gym so again (laughs) this is another COVID one and this was at the time when I think it was the end of 2020 so like there was a time remember when the restrictions were lifted and then we like got back into it really quickly So it was like hard to figure out, like you can't go to restaurants and whatever. So we, this one, we actually did meet through a mutual friend. So I like, and I love this girl. She's still one of my best friends this day. So she's like, loved him. And he was good friends with her husband. He's like, I think you guys might hit it off. And I was like, okay. So he was like, well, why don't you come over and I'll make you dinner? Like he's apparently a really good cook and preface. He did, he made a beautiful dinner, but I'm like, I wouldn't have gone to his apartment unless it was someone I knew. So I trusted him. So I get there. We're not going to a restaurant, but like I'm not going to show up in a messy bun and like leggings because I've never met this person or gone out with him. So like I did a more chill version of what I would do at a restaurant, but like usually I put makeup on, like got ready. I got there and he opens the door and he has this like curly kind of wild hair. He literally had a bandana over his forehead and looked (laughs) like Rambo. I shit you not. His like crazy hair was everywhere. He was wearing a t-shirt that looked like there was sweat on it with these weird shorts and tennis shoes. And I literally (laughs) almost said to him, are you going to run to the gym real quick? Like I was so confused. He's like, come in. And I was like, what come in? Where are we going to go lift weights? 
So I was like, okay, this is weird, but whatever. So I go into his apartment and he has a roommate. First of all, again, it's just a criteria. It's where I'm at in my life. I, I work like I, that's just not a thing for me. Like if you have a roommate, there's just, we're probably in different places in our life. I don't want to deal with that. And he had a very, it was a very like fratty bachelor. He had a leather couch that had tape on a part of it. No, There's tape on it. And I was like, Oh "Oh, God. How old was he? Like 35. Okay. He was older than me. So I'm sorry. Like at that point, no, that doesn't work for me. So we sit down, he's cooking and he goes, I like to cook with my shirt off. Is like, is that okay? (laughs) And I'm like, okay, Channing Tatum. Like, what are you? Sure. Like, that's fine. But what do you think I'm going to do? Look at your pecs and take my clothes off. Like, this is fucking weird. Sorry, I don't know. This is so funny. It was bizarre. So he takes his shirt off. He's cooking in the kitchen with his headband and his shirt off. And we're having a conversation. We like, we're talking about a lot of stuff and the conversation's fine. So I'm like, okay, this is good. He did. He made a nice dinner. I remember it being delicious. And so we're talking and I was like, okay, I'll give it a chance. But I still think there's so many weird like red flags here. Oh my God. Also, was his roommate there just like chilling his on the His roommate couch? did stop by <laughs> at one point and then left. So his roommate wasn't there. I remember his roommate had a cat, which I was obviously thrilled. Like the cat was in the roommate's room and I went and like touched it because I loved it. <laughs> okay. This is this like weird part. And I don't want to give too much information because he's the son of someone famous from back in the day. So like he, he he's an artist, so he paints a lot, but he like obsessively paints this one thing that I, I'm not a therapist, but I think it's very Freudian. Again, I I don't want to give too much away about it, but like he had paintings of this one thing all over his apartment. That was very weird that like, why do you have so many paintings? And it's not like an artist that like, wow, I really like flowers. So I'm going to paint flowers. It was like this one thing that he clearly has an issue about. So he like paints it. So I was already like weirded (laughs) out by that. And then we're getting to talking and it basically comes out and I'm not going to get into it because I'm not going to make it a thing, but we had very different political views. And I know me and Katie were pretty aligned. So I know you would know what I'm talking about, but like it was weird as fuck. It it was weird how it came up. And then it was weird. The things he said that like truly made me feel unsafe. And then he was like screaming at me at Mm -hmm. one point, he was like yelling at me about his version of things. And I'm like, I need to get the, I remember peeing and looking in the mirror and saying to myself in my head, you need to go. Like it's, you got to get out of here. He's going to paint you. This is fucking weird. (laughs) And so I was just like, okay, thanks for dinner. Bye. I couldn't have gotten out of there fast enough. The girl that set us up also has the same political beliefs as me. So I called her and I was like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Like, what are you talking? And she was like, wait, I didn't know, blah, blah, blah. So it ended up being really funny, but that will go down as probably one of the the weirdest date I've ever had. Like even outside of the COVID times, like the gym clothes, the taking your shirt off, the paintings, the, the tape, Rambo, the tape, the tape, on, the tape on your couch. Like it was so bizarre. And yeah, we, he never hit me up again because I know that he, and I know through my mutual friends, like he asked about it later. Like he knew that I was like not into it. But yeah, that was pretty horrific. So I'd love to see you top that. I'd love to see you top Rambo. Okay. Okay. This one's bad. And this one, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry for everyone that's about to hear this. But I handled myself pretty well in this situation. Terry, pause. Don't don't listen to this. Pause it. So I went out with this guy and he was really, really cute. And he was an an actor. I don't Mm. remember how I met him. Mm. But you don't have to say what, but it would be anything we know. Perhaps. Okay. No, I'm not going to say that. But anyways, but again, this was like pre-Ubers, mm-hmm. by the way, pre-iPhones, mm-hmm. pre-everything. So we went out, we went to Casa Vega. Okay. We had a nice like little like Mexican I've never dinner. been there. Everyone's talking about this recently because it's, it's supposed to be really fun and like it is great fun. food. We need to go sometime. Oh, we got to go, Keep girl. We gotta go. It's really good. Okay. So, so yeah, so we went to the Valley. I was living in like West Hollywood at the time or by Runyon Canyon. So I'm in the Valley, kind of far from home. Can't really just like run home at this point. Mm-hmm. Like a, a cab ride, not mm-hmm. an Uber, a cab by the way, to say no. Also, and at the time, did you have to call the cab? Yeah. It's not like New York. They're not just all around. You have yeah. to call a cab. You can't just go and hail a cab. You have to like call <sighs> dispatch. Okay. Keep that in mind. So we go to Costa Vega. We have a nice little like Mexican thing and we're having a great time. It's really fun. He's super cute. Like 
digging the whole everything and then he's like let's go like he's like, he lives over like like sherman oaks Army. he's like let's go to like my house that goes what let's watch movie i was like down for it let's do it so we're like hanging out watching movie we're on the couch and then we like have like a cute like little cuddle mm-hmm. a little like make out is happening mm-hmm. it's like really cute really fun okay so we're doing that and then <laughs> he decides he's going to like kind of like He's going to climb on top of me, mm-hmm. right? But then like climb fully on top of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like now he's like, like straddle, like <laughs> straddling <laughs> on top of me, like knees almost like on shoulders vibe. And wait, what? It, That's like train wreck when Amy was <laughs> with that like child. Like basically. And he decides to. No pull out no. his you know what and kind of like gently slap his you know what across <gasps> his my cheek oh my god oh my god and kind of like laughs it like it goes <laughs> and i'm like what this just went from like a really like nice like evening to like a cute little like movie couch like make out to like this getting slapped by a dick a dick slap but i was like i need to go i like me i need to run i was like um absolutely not absolutely fucking not and i was like i like please please like let me leave let me leave and so i leave and i'm calling bell cab <laughs> this is like the longest exit ever and cabs the, like the back longest, then took like an hour the longest so it's like you can't you can't just like buy i'm calling an uber and then uber pulls up three minutes later two minutes later it's like nope i'm like literally standing in front of this place and he just is like i was just joking and i'm like that was really not funny at all and you ruined the evening and um, please don't ever call me again dick slap what were you trying to accomplish there like, that wasn't funny like who, who does that well I, when he's who saying does that he's saying it's Sorry, a joke because it didn't go but, well uh, he was trying to get you to suck his dick or something probably but like dude you don't that's not how you get that done oh god <laughs> okay well please i don't hope, ever do that i hope as you start dating please again don't ever do that to anyone that's just like <sighs> not like like that's not even where that any of that was going i hope if as you start dating again that no one slaps you in the face with a dick i wish that for you yeah I wish that on for the, all of us. On that note, do you have a rage text mm. of the day? My rage of the text of the day is people who do not pick up signals. Like if someone does not want to be around you and they're not interested or whatever. I want to give you a blowjob. Read, yeah. read the fucking room. <laughs> Don't slap me in the face with your dick. It's not going <laughs> to ch- turn to a blowjob. Just like people need to start reading the room and paying attention to people's body language. That's all I'm going to say about yeah. that. Okay. No, I had please. a thing recently. Just no. Absolutely not. What's yours? <sighs> Dana, you're the best. I love you. You're the best. I love you. I'm. Let's I, go to Casa Vega. I won't slap you in the face of my dick. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> please don't. No matter how many margaritas. Okay. All right. Well, I love you. And I love all of you for listening. Thank you so much. Until next time. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Thank you. I love y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review, follow along on social at Music Kills Kate, and tune in next week for an all new episode. Bye.